What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence, sexual assault, and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. So, hey guys, um, you might notice we have a guest on the podcast this week. Hi. This is our producer, Sasha, the elusive. The person that you always hear about in the background of everything, she is the magician that brings ITT together. I do. Uh, yeah. So we're really excited to have her. Max um, is on summer vacation, I guess. So she's only away for a week. So um, next week we'll have Max back in action. Um, but a lot has happened in the world of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Yeah. So... I wanted to pop on and give an update and kind of, it's always hard to give these without someone to bounce off of. So um, yeah. we're going to, we're going to bounce off of Sasha, give her, get some reactions too. Cause I found <laughs> out. So I looked at the unsealed documents last night. Now there's 6,000 pages when it comes to these unsealed documents Holy between, cow. I know between Johnny and Amber. So that's fucking wild. Yeah. I couldn't get through obviously all of them in one night. Um, but I got some some tidbits and everything that we're going to get into. There's been appeals happening. Properties have been sold. Um, wow. <laughs> you know, okay. Got to pay that $10 million somehow, right, to right. him. Um, depositions from 2016 have been released. So we're going to dive into all of that. But um, without much further ado... Um, before we dive in, I do want to let you know if you're if one of us is ever missing or anything, make sure you're following our socials because um, it's me, Max, on Instagram. We'll link her down below. Um, you'll know that where she's been and what she's all been up to. And then I'm Delalio D, same handle as my TikTok. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's yeah. get into it. I have wine. Do you have I, anything, Sasha? I have a um, mimosa flavored energy drink. Nice. I'm, I'm at the office, so I, I can't really. <laughs> I have I have to work. After this, like I have a bunch of stuff to do, so I didn't think that I should drink wine, but I was like, I'll get something that's close. It's pretty good. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have um the Publix on sale 1924 from uh yesterday, and it is a uh, bourbon barrel aged, and I love a good bourbon barrel aged. It's definitely affordable. I think it was like 14 bucks. And yeah, so I think we're all aware that earlier this month, Amber Heard lost her bid to have the entire case thrown out, deemed a mistrial. Yeah. You're yeah. What Remember was the that. basis for that? Like, why was she trying to do that, by the way? Yeah. So Amber's lawyer, Elaine, um, who I kind of miss right now. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, had, man. I know, she alleged that there was juror, I guess, misconduct. So basically, she said that one of the jurors had forged their birth date and replaced their father, who lived at the same address as them, in order to get their 15 minutes of fame on a high-profile case. You know, classic Elaine. Okay. However, what's interesting in that is I don't think that's possible because when you show up as a juror, right. you don't know what case you're going to be a juror on. You have no idea. They don't tell you beforehand. They do that on purpose. Yeah. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. No. 
Okay, okay, Elaine. <laughs> okay, classic. <laughs> Can't even get her mic on. Um, and also, throughout all of this, I kept finding that Elaine still, she still can't figure it out. Even with a Zoom, she, Elaine cannot figure out how a microphone works, which is too good. Yeah, um, <laughs> Crazy. Um, they also claimed there was incompetency, incompetency when it came to vetting the jurors, which I thought was funny because the lawyers of each team are supposed to vet the jurors. Yeah. So, Obviously, yeah. So if there was incompetency, it'd be on her team, right? A hundred percent. Is that what they're saying? (laughs) Yes, a hundred percent. Okay. Oh, gosh. Now, Amber did have, I believe, until the 24th of July. I believe it was it was like until the end of this or last month, I guess, at this point, um, to file an official appeal against the verdict. And she did file an appeal as expected, but did it on July 21st. I like that she pushed it like so far. Last minute. Mm hmm. Um, now they have until September 4th to file their brief on it. A spokesperson for Amber said, we believe the court made errors that prevented a just and fair verdict consistent with the first amendment. We are therefore appealing the verdict while we realize today's filing will ignite the Twitter bonfires. <laughs> there are, st- <laughs> there okay. are steps we need to take to ensure both fairness and justice. <laughs> Why would you, I mean, it's not shocking to me that they put that in there, but like, why did you put that in there? You're a legal team. Like, I love to play the victim card, I feel like. <laughs> well, I, that's what it comes across as through like the whole trial. And then wasn't there some like the statements afterwards, like right after the trial ended, it like mentioned Twitter and like people coming after them and stuff like that, too. Like this is like yeah. the second time they've mentioned Twitter specifically. Well, yeah, and not even just the second time, but remember Amber had, I don't know if you remember in trial, but Amber had that expert come in and they read off things like hashtag Amber Heard yes. in front of the entire, or Amber Turd in front of the yeah. entire world. Um, What was the other one? Waldman Yons, which they were talking about the Adam Waldman. They were, it was yeah. a play because Amber, that's what I don't get about that whole thing. Amber had called us Wald Minions. But she'd spelled it like Mignon, like filet mignon. So everybody started I'm sorry. <laughs> Wald Mignon. Yeah. So and then she was like, they're bullying me. And it's like, no, you were bullying us. So we just made it a joke. Right. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it takes two people to tango, Amber. It really does. <laughs> so a spokesperson for Johnny responded. The jury listened to the extensive evidence presented during the six-week trial and came to a clear and unanimous verdict that the defendant herself defamed Mr. Depp in multiple instances. We remain confident. She's still doing it. We remain confident in our case and that this verdict will stand. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The very next day, Johnny's team responded in kind and filed their own um, appeal. Now, this is against, I don't know if you remember, I kind of wanted to explain it to the followers because this was hard to kind of grasp. Um, So remember, Johnny sues Amber for defamation for $50 million over three statements that she'd made in the op-ed that the ACLU sold to the Washington Post. Right. Yeah. The ju- jury, excuse me, the jury rules all three were defamatory statements made with malice against Johnny. They awarded Johnny compensatory and punitive damages of about yes. $15 million. However, Virginia has a cap on punitive damages of like 350K. Mm-hmm. So in the end, she's only going to have to pay him a little over $10 million. 
Now, compensatory damages are, from what I understand, what you're owed after you've withstood the defamatory statements. So it's what's owed to you, what people believe you you should get back or you should be given right. um, for the damages that you had. While punitive is more like a punishment. So it's like a way of being like, hey, don't do this again. Like, right. yeah. Um, but Amber also countersued Johnny for $100 million, if you remember that. Yes. Concerning three statements by his lawyer, of all things. Yeah. Which was weird. How does that work, by the way? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you come to that trial and your countersuit is actually against something his lawyer said? Like, can Johnny be sued for that? Like, that doesn't, that part didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So it didn't make sense to me either. So basically, what Amber was saying was that Adam Waldman, Johnny Depp's lawyer, was acting as an agent for Johnny. Okay. So acting on his behalf, Johnny had asked him to do this and speaking for him. So basically by Adam speaking, the world received it as from Johnny himself. Gotcha. Kind of thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So these three statements were as follows, because I don't think we've gone through them on the podcast yet. So the three statements are Amber Heard and her friends in the media used fake sexual violence allegations as both a sword and a shield, depending on their needs. They have selected some of her sexual violence hoax facts as the sword, inflicting them on the public and Mr. Depp. So that was one. Number two was quite simply, this was an ambush, a hoax. And he's talking about the May 21st incident, the one where um, there was wine thrown and the, the throwing of the phone right. in the face and allegedly. Yeah. So they set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt didn't do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses thoroughly searched and interviewed and left after seeing no damage to face or property. So Amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed the place up, got their story straight under, under the direction of a lawyer and a publicist, and then placed a second call to 911. Was that the IO call? The IO call? Yeah. Up for debate. Maybe Raquel, maybe another yeah. friend. Um, and then the third statement was, Miss Heard continues to defraud her abuse hoax victim, Mr. Depp, the Me Too movement she masquerades as the leader of and other real abuse victims worldwide. So the jury ruled that the first and the second or the first and the third statement were um, not defamation. So he could have like said that, didn't say it with malice. It, that was like true true statements right right the second statement that one where they talk about the may 21st incidents that's the one that they ruled was defamatory towards amber okay um basically from what i'm understanding about that is that he number one we now know there was only one 911 call made and that it was actually a police error is why they came back that was in the court documents and everything so okay. it, it, it wasn't the two phone calls and that's why we only have the one 911 audio that we played in the episode yeah i think it was the first narcissist tales mm -hmm. Um, first or second part of Narcissus Tales. Um, and, and it was so uncaring. <laughs> so wild. <laughs> it was like the tone of the, the individual calling was like kind of it like it gave me the ick. I was like this this the call itself just comes across as a setup because it's just like, yeah, my friend. Uh huh. I think yeah. this happened. And then I think they said, I think this happened. And it was like, mm -hmm. oh, gosh, really cringy. Yeah. And it was very much like, I'm not going to give you their name. I'm not going to, yes. this, this is the address. Go to it. Is it a boyfriend? She's just like, yeah, whatever. Like very, yeah, it's yeah. strange. Especially like if I thought my friend was about to die, 
I'd be yes. a bit more hysterical and I wouldn't give a fuck about NDAs. I'd be like, it's Amber Heard. She's at the Eastern Columbia building. Her husband's Johnny Depp. Like, go get, like, you know, that yeah. would be more my, like, mm. yeah, so, I'd be freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, you would think, like, maybe if you use celebrity names, 911 might get there quicker. <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they take a while with domestic violence. So, like, yeah. yes. Um, so, that I believe too, the jury um ruled on the second comment too, because she it included the friends as well. And I really, mm-hmm. I personally don't know if any of Amber's friends were really in on this, like as a full hoax. Yeah. From what I've seen, I think they believe their friend, which is kind of the saddest part of yeah. the, one this whole thing. It's absolutely wild. Um, yeah. So Amber was awarded two million in compensatory damages. No punitive, which I think right. should be noted. There was no yeah, punishment against Johnny for these things being said. It was very minimal what he owed to Amber. Yeah. So this well, is the because ask- they saw her on the stand and were like, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah. So this is the aspect of the verdict that Johnny is appealing. Um, and there was a source close to Johnny Depp that said this and I always I always give these like a grain of salt but it's kind of backed up by Camille Johnny's lawyer so um, it says the verdict speaks for itself and Mr. Depp believes that this is a time for both parties to move on with their lives and heal but Miss Hurd is determined to pursue further litigation by appealing the verdict Mr. Depp is filing concurrent appeal to ensure the full record and all relevant legal issues are considered in the by the court of appeal so this seems to kind of be real just because Camille was on Good Morning America um, mm-hmm. with Gail and uh, she talked about how they weren't going to appeal it except that Amber appealed. So as soon as Amber appealed, she said it was in the best interest of her client mm-hmm. for the legal team to appeal. Sorry, I have a guest. Oh, <laughs> hello. Cynthia. Cynthia. Um, but yeah, basically, um, on behalf of their client, and I mean, they're going to get more money out of it, I feel like, anyways. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that as any any legal team, like if you're being, if, if someone is, is, what's the word for it? You just said it. <laughs> appealing, so, appealing. Appealing part of, of something that, you know, like a verdict that came down against them. Of course, it's in the best interest of anybody's client to then mm-hmm. counter, basically counter appeal. You're appealing yeah. the appeal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I was watching a, a lawyer, I can, a- Emily D. Baker. I was watching mm-hmm. her on YouTube last night and she talked about if I was Johnny's lawyer, like, yeah, that, that would be what I would in- tell my client would be the, in his best interest yeah. would be to appeal that verdict as well. Um, yeah. So kind of tit for tat, I guess, on that one. Yeah, um, for sure. So we're, we'll have to wait and see on that. I don't think we'll have any news on it until the fall. Um, but in the meantime, Incredibly Average, also known as that Brian fella who we have had on the show before. And I met when I was over in Virginia participating in the trial myself. Um, he released on his YouTube page on Incredibly Average, and we'll link it below, Amber's full 2016 deposition. And Ooh. it's still in the process right now as I'm recording this of being released by him. Him and Jax are kind of responding to it he had Mm -hmm. told me and i hope i'm not giving away his secrets but he had told me during trial that uh he had the the thing the whole thing in full and um it's never been fully released and he was i didn't know that 
Yeah. So he was debating on how to how to release it, if to release it, when to release it. And there's a part in it that I'm really excited. He showed it to me when we were in line. I'm so excited for him to um, release because Amber is sitting there at the table and they ask her how big her teacup Yorkies are. And she's like, like, they're wider than her chest. And then, but then that's the thing. There's an E entertainment interview where Amber, I, I have it. I've screen grabbed it. So she can't fucking take it down. <laughs> There's this interview on E where she holds up her palm and she's like, I think it's boo or maybe it's pistol. One of the two, she's like, fits in my little palm. Like, Oh, it's so little and cute. And I'm like, okay. So for interviews, she yeah. knows how tiny they are. But when they're asking about the dog shit in the bed that you claim is dog right. shit that you know is as big as the fucking dogs, you're like, oh, maybe they're like <laughs> this big. Right. I have a great Dane. I know Max has mentioned that on an episode before. That Duke is something that my dog would do. And my dog is it's huge. huge. A little, yeah. a little something that fits in the palm of your hand is going to have like rabbit turds. <laughs> like, give me a break. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, my cats, my cats that are bigger than Amber's teacup Yorkies can't make that kind of juice. <laughs> right. Yes. Are absolutely. you crazy? My goodness. Also, you pick them up every day. So when she was in the interview and she was doing this, I was like, I could tell you like little is this big. Cynthia is this big. Like, yeah. you know, like stop, you know, your animals like, come <sighs> you on. know, yes. So this whole deposition is being released on Brian's page in parts. As of right now, I think he has two parts of it up. It's about six hours and he's reacting to it. So yeah. there's a lot. Um, he's reacting to it with Jax, who is also on the podcast, movie myths and monsters. Um, that's their podcast. So make sure you check it out. Um, but I finished the two parts that have been released so far. And Wow. What I can tell you is Amber's lawyers have always been just complete assholes. Oh, I know. And they're so aggressive. Like, yeah. I don't know why they're always. And what's wild about this one is this is from August of 2016. So May of 2016 is when she originally made those allegations. Right. right. And keep in mind, there was only three initial allegations. We've talked about that before. When Brian was on, she mm -hmm. initially alleged some date in December which mm -hmm. Brian actually investigative investigative online internet journalist figured out. Oof. He was like, yeah, he's like, that's gotta be December 15th, which is wild. Yeah. Um, so he figured that out and lo and behold, now in court, we know that as the December 15th instant, um, we talked about that on the podcast mm -hmm. as well. Um, then we have the, uh, birthday incident, mm -hmm. uh, where Amber alleged that Johnny, um, beat her, but Johnny was the one that actually had, um, injuries to his face right um, from that event and had to flee his own his own house and his wallet and cell phone were thrown off the balcony which mm -hmm. is just and that was the then, eye photo right yeah, yeah yeah and then um the third um incident was the may 21st incident that she claimed right um so all of those and what's so funny is for the may 21st incident um, her and her friends, when they originally gave their depots, they kept saying Johnny was mad about something they didn't know what that something was they completely omitted poop gate yeah which is, didn't they go like all in on that originally? Yeah. Well, what's so weird. So IO was tweeting about Poopgate the day that they were going to Coachella. Yeah. Um, hashtag Poopgate. All, they thought it was this big funny joke. I mean, until everyone's filing for divorce, it's like super happy fun times. Right. But then um, it's like, because they know it was human poop. That's where I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why they were trying to omit it and everything else. But I don't think they realized that this was going to be as right. Publicized I feel like that up. specific incident, like poop gate itself probably did. I mean, 
really bizarre to do as an adult, like probably did start off as a joke as like a, you know, fuck you type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. But like also there, there was like a inter uh, altercation between the two of them that night too. Wasn't there like yeah, before so, that? Yeah. Because so he that home late to her birthday party. He correct? came late an hour, I think like an hour and 40 minutes late to her birthday party because he got into that financial right. meeting. We did that all in like part two yeah. with uh, Max and, and Max did the like squatting thing on the chair. Yeah. I don't know oh, if you remember that. Yes. I'll have to post that Favorite today on highlight. Instagram story. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's absolutely wild that those three instances suddenly turned into like a 14 countersuit claim. Yeah. But what's wild to me in these depositions is Amber and her lawyers are acting like they're on the defense. Mm -hmm. And cause that's what I was interested when we did the defamation case, I was like, why are they so aggressive? Well, it must be because they're the ones kind of on trial here, not really on trial. Cause it's not criminal, but you know what I mean? Yeah. They have the burden of proof, but with the deposition, I'm like, why are you guys still so aggressive? Because you're the ones who, who you're the reason you're here right now is she's made these allegations, right? She has to, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Um, also what I noted from these, this deposition was Amber's lawyer to the point of aggressiveness. It's a male lawyer. He starts yelling at several points at the other lawyers, like just full volume screaming at them. And then I know. Usually when I do that in my personal life, it's because I'm like, I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> hate to say it, but. And then at one point he grabs Amber's mic on her chest. Like, I don't know if you can see how much of me you can see right now. Right here. Yeah. So yeah, it's, her, like it's like right mic. by her boobs and he grabs her by, I know. And wow. I was uncomfortable. I was like, why are you touching her right there? Like, yeah. that doesn't make any. Well, why are you grabbing her mic? That So he was trying to whisper something to her, but he oh. did it several times. And it made me, I was like, just take, just tell her, tell your client to take the mic off or something. Right. Like, I don't, don't touch her. Can't you request that they mute the mic or not because it's being right. a, re a recorded deposition? Probably not. Maybe. But he also would like touch her arm and everything. I was like, don't touch her. Ugh. Especially as a woman that's like alleging her husband was assaulting her. Don't fucking right. touch her. Yeah. What are we yeah. doing here? Yeah. I don't know. It made me uncomfortable. I was I like, like that. Ooh. Ooh. I don't like that at all. Ooh. So make sure you check that out over on Incredibly Average's page. However... <laughs> Oh boy. Now we're to the documents and let, let me tell you, <laughs> this is so wild. Like I can't make this shit up. <laughs> oh my gosh. So these 45 documents were unsealed by judge Penny. I can't pronounce her last name. I am so sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I it's like as karate or something. I don't know. Okay. On tell me if I pronounced it right in the comments, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but these were supposed to be unsealed on July 13th order in Fairfax cir circuit court for the Virginia trial. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was a huge price tag on these. I've heard varying accounts on how much these documents cost, but Andrea Burkhart, who is a YouTube commentator and is a criminal defense attorney, a licensed criminal defense attorney, mm -hmm. um, she crowdsourced the funds in order to buy these documents and release to them. To unseal them? Wow. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, to release it. Yeah. So Andrea is like the real MVP right now. Now yeah. everybody's reporting on these. It's wild. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, so we'll link down to Andrea's website below because as always, don't just listen to me. Don't just listen to news articles. Fucking go look at it yourself. But it is heavy. I've just begun to peruse them. And a lot of them, it's like litigation, right? Like they're all okay. kind of, it's the lawyer's team fighting with each other in some yeah. things. It's it's hard. Like I just read an entire document about whether or not Johnny Depp should have a medical evaluation. And it was very dull to read through. It's not like, like it's like watching the full trial. The right. quick bits you saw on, twi- on uh, Twitter and on TikTok and everything, it was like, oh, that's so entertaining. Like you get into the actual courtroom, it's court. Like, Right, exactly. Gone. It's yeah. not supposed to be like a super happy fun time, especially with like the severity of what these, you know, what these statements have been. Yeah, it's been like really heavy material. Yeah. Um, so, and with that being said, I'm not a lawyer. Sasha's not a lawyer. I am not. Max is not a lawyer. So it's we won't be able to deep dive into these like some of the other creators um, mm-hmm. are. So definitely refer you not only to Andrea Burkhart, who we're going to be linking her website below, but Emily D. Baker. I also used her as a source um, for this video. So make sure you're checking them out. They're going to be going through those like page by page. So if you yeah. want someone that is legally (laughs) aware of what's going on make sure you check both of those ladies out and i also think we as the public when we're reading these documents especially when we haven't gone to school for like what 50 years that a lawyer has to go to school for in order to get their (laughs) licensing a degree and everything else um is that lawyers can make privileged statements and privileged remarks when they're trying to argue their clients case Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of defamatory remarks about both johnny and amber in these documents you have to take it with a grain of salt because johnny's lawyers are trying to throw amber under the bus and amber's lawyers are trying to throw johnny under the bus so there's been i've seen from both camps of Depp and Heard, a lot of people are slinging mud at each other right now with these like blanket statements there's nothing blanket about this case right nothing blanket about this case so you have to look at both arguments for example let me pull up there's a document here i wanted to look at real quick it's very short quick to the point i've seen a lot of media sources this week um release headlines like johnny depp sought to submit nude photos of amber heard as evidence at defamation trial unsealed documents suggest okay like when i hear that though i think (laughs) i'm thinking that he's wanting if if she's having these allegations police are required to take photos of those things that's how how i heard that in my head like that's what i don't know i don't know what was actually yeah. said but that was where my brain went not so like nude so photos the, of his ex-wife so the uh, the herd supporters are like oh my god he's trying to get their sex release you know like all of that right so this is Amber's team. Mr. Depp inappropriately seeks to introduce evidence of the following irrelevant personal matters. One, nude pictures of Amber Heard. Two, Amber Heard's sister, Whitney's reality show video, which is, it's, it's, mm, if I can't post it here, which we probably can't, it will be on my Instagram, Delalio D, as of right now, because that is 
wild. Um, literally, Whitney is like talking about how Amber, well, they want her to talk about how Amber was beating her. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, Whitney and Amber's past romantic relationships. And four, Amber's brief stint as an exotic dancer years before she met Mr. Depp and Mr. Dem- Depp, excuse me, attempting to frivolously and maliciously suggest or imply that Miss Hurd was at one point in time an escort. Wow. Okay. What, what does his team have to say? <laughs> Let me pull him up. Um, I will say, if you listen to any of the audio, you know Amber freaked the fuck out on Johnny and was like, what should I expect next? The headlines that I was once a stripper. And he was like, Amber, you know I never would tell anyone that. So, right. But that's just she, interesting. She said that herself. And that's she how said that, that got out into the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Hurd's motion in... Lemony, I think is how you pronounce that, but I'm not 100% sure. Number six should be at least partially denied and the court should reserve its decision on the remaining issues until such time as the evidence, if any, is presented. What any? Um, Depp does not currently anticipate introducing into evidence one nude pictures of Amber Heard, though it is possible to envision a scenario in which such photographs might become very relevant in the context of this case. For instance, to show a lack of visible injuries as a result of which the court should not finally resolve this issue in limine. Two, Whitney Henriquez's past romantic relationships prior to 2011. Or three, Ms. Hurd's stint as a stripper or rumors that she was an escort in her early career. And it should be noted that Ms. Hurd has not cited any exhibits on Mr. Depp's exhibit list that relate to these issues. Wow. So, however, Mr. Depp reserves the right to use such materials to the extent that they become necessary on rebuttal. And right. in any event, trial is a fluid process. So, but like yeah. he was just going to use them in the sense that he might need them as an right. argument. To Visual rebut. evidence of like, there is no, there are no injuries to her body. That's like immediately yeah. where my head went. and was like, that's, that's the only situation in which I get think his team would want something like that. Right. Be, like, like, like why allowed. <laughs> it's like Elena's like, oh, wait, you're trying to you're, uh, you're trying to embarrass my client. Like what? No, that's no. not the whole that's not the deal. Um, yeah. So that's like just a just a taste of what the tabloids are doing right now. Oof. Now, there are some fun things when it comes to these documents as well. Like the courtroom sass. I don't know if anyone was on my Instagram last night, but Ben <laughs> Chu said this is my nightmare seeing multiple Miss <laughs> Breederhoffs. <laughs> Instead of just one, I was kidding, Elaine. I love that. <laughs> oh, wow. I miss he is sassy. He's so sass. Or Elaine still not knowing how to use a mic. Um, she literally is like, oh, my God, I'm on mute. I'm sorry, guys. But, like, <laughs> it's like Elaine. Zoom calls in the beginning of the pandemic. Shit, it's sorry. ridiculous. I'm on, yeah. I'm on mute. You're on mute. I don't, how did she even do anything during the pandemic? Because Elaine, like, in technology, is just a fucking right. Mess. Right. Mm. Not to mention, you can now read transcript of the courtroom sidebars. So remember oh. when they would go up? Yep. And all that static would come through and none of us could hear what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. You can now read the transcripts oh, for that, which are. I bet that's entertaining. That's yeah, as sassy. entertaining as that can be. A hundred percent. Now, you can also read transcript of Jennifer Howell's testimony. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. So Sasha probably remembers that from our episode. I believe it was the explosive fights of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm. Um, Jennifer Howell was a Whitney Henriquez, which Amber Heard's sister's boss. Yes. She said a lot of things that backed up Johnny's statement. And she was Whitney's chosen sister, like her best bud. Right. Um, and their whole friendship was thrown out over this case because Jennifer said Whitney and Amber aren't telling the truth and Whitney is lying for Amber. Um, it's wild. You can hear more details of what she witnessed than what is in her statement for the United Kingdom trial. Wow. Um yeah. So remember, she said, you've done it or she's done it now. She cut off his fucking finger when she got the news from Australia mm-hmm. that, well, the expletive has changed. She now says she's cut off his damn goddamn finger, but it's the same. It's the same right. meaning. Yeah. Um, and then she goes, she cut off her, cut off his finger. She cut off his finger and then she bolted out the door and was like, I got to call somebody. I got to call somebody. And when Camille pressed who she was, Jennifer responded, it was Amber and Johnny, and she apparently had thrown a bottle and cut off his finger. As wow. well, Whitney said. Okay. Hmm. Really backs Which, up. yeah. If you if any of the listeners have listened to anything that has been done on this podcast, you know that reading through all of the documents that Danielle has read through and watching everything Brian's put out, that I mean, is is pretty much what everyone, most people think is what actually happened. I am, and now hearing that out loud. Yeah. Ooh. I am 99.9% sure. Like there's some things you get a little iffy on, like the December incident. We are, we're a little iffy yeah. on a few things. We were very transparent about that. But I am a hundred, like I am sure that is how Johnny Depp lost his finger in Australia. And I even listed it out in a, a TikTok. I was like, I know Amber Heard cut off his finger and here's how I know yeah. it. <laughs> this is yeah. why I know it. Here are the court documents to back it up. And if you've seen that picture, I mean, uh, you like, could see that it was, I mean, I mean, it was severed. It wasn't like he, you know, no. And there's no way or I mean, smashed it with a phone or whatever she said. I think it was his right, his right hand and he's right handed. So whatever right. hand he's, it, it, it wouldn't make sense for him to have chopped it off himself. Like she's alleging. And yeah. I mean, she's alleged like at least four different stories now of what, what happened. Yeah. So it doesn't make a lick of sense. Um, also the most interesting thing I found in these unsealed court documents. So you're going to, you're going to die. Cause I died last night. So, According, okay, to Emily D. Baker, there was a protective order over Amber Heard concerning her essay allegations, the same kind of blanket protective order that was in the United Kingdom trial. If you remember, she didn't have to testify to everyone. She just testified in court, didn't have like a crowd or anything else protecting her, which as it should be. So there was something in place like that in the Virginia trial as well. The courtroom would have been cleared. Most likely she would have just had to given her statement to the the jury. Mm Mm-hmm. Except that it was violated. And you know who violated it? <laughs> oh, no. Elaine fucking Bredehoft. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How? How? <laughs> oh, it my. hurts. It hurts. So get this. Over on Andrea Burkhardt's channel, she spoke on sanctions against Elaine for violating this protection order. So I started to look into that document yeah. a little bit, watch Andrea's video, watch Emily's video. Okay. So during this hearing, it's February 2022, <laughs> they are deciding whether or not they want cameras in that courtroom, like the pool cameras that they had, right? right? So the judge is deciding what to do on that. That's literally what this hearing is about. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. And during this hearing, 
um, Elaine announced, decided like she would announce to the world that Amber Heard would be making sexual assault allegations against Johnny Depp. And that's why cameras shouldn't be allowed in the courtroom. <laughs> I, I like at a loss for words because that is wild. Holy guac, dude. It hurts my head. So like, this is why it hurts my head. Oh. I mean, remember when Savannah Guthrie had her, I can never pronounce that ladies right. But when she had Guthrie. Amber heard on her show to talk, um, she, Amber said like, no one should have to give their statement about sexual violence, you know, in front of a world court. I a hundred percent agree. A thousand percent. Yeah. But your attorneys, I think did this on purpose. Let me read you an excerpt from this oh. transcript real quick. It's a quick one. So Ms. Bredahoff says, Your Honor, I take it there must be press in the courtroom for Mr. Chu to have gone on and on in such a manner. She was in open court. So whether or not there was press in the courtroom or not, didn't give a fuck. Right. Uh, everyone was going to hear about it. She says, and we can certainly address that. We don't have a problem with transparency, Your Honor. You know, the press is still going to be covering this. And, you know, we already have one in the UK. Pause right there. Amber what Heard. What are you doing? <laughs> Amber Heard didn't win jack shit in the United Kingdom. That court case was not against Amber Heard in the United right. Kingdom. It was against the Sun tabloid. Amber Heard was merely a witness with no fucking burden of proof. So right. when she starts getting on about this, it drives me bonkers. They act like this was a big win for them. They didn't get anything from it. <sighs> anyway, she says, and they found 12 acts of domestic violence as well as sexual violence against Miss Heard. And we certainly, you know, welcome the opportunity for a fair trial. That's not the point. And he didn't address the points from the statute, Your Honor. That's the concern here is that there's going to be testimony of sexual assault and rape, and that is going to be interwoven into the testimony of beatings. There's going to be a tremendous amount of evidence, Your Honor. There's going to be photographs. There's going to be videos. There's going to be audios. There's going to be text messages. There's going to be emails. We welcome the opportunity to try this case, but that's not the point. Putting Amber, who is a victim of sexual violence, on camera to discuss these rapes and these sexual assaults along with the beatings is not what the legislature intended. And that's why they prohibited it under, and she lists what they prohibited, a case mm -hmm. they prohibited under. So the court... Penny says, all right, thank you, ma'am. I understand. You're reading, Ms. Breederhoff, the statute. I do not read it that way. This statute is a criminal, works for criminal cases, and is mostly used in criminal cases. In fact, not many know that if Virginia has ever had a request in a civil case to have cameras involved, most of the requests come from criminal cases and obviously sexual cases or sexual offenses, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Victims of sexual assault would pertain to criminal matters police informants, undercover agents. This is all in the criminal context, not in civil, civil cases. Mm -hmm. I think that people also like forget that this was a civil suit. This wasn't criminal. criminal. I mean, it's a defamation case. Mm -hmm. This isn't. Yeah. Yeah. So then her talking about how Ben Chu's losing his mind right now. Well, here's some of the reasons Ben Chu's losing his mind. Um, it was February of 2022. The jury had not been selected yet. Mm hmm. As Johnny Depp's lawyers would later say, this is going to make it near impossible to find a non-tainted jury, tainted, excuse me, jury pool. Because uh, within hours, within hours of this statement being made by Elaine in court, there were already uh, tabloid newspapers. I mean, even um, I think it was courtroom news had listed that Amber Heard's um, attorney says, oh, excuse me, this is the actual title. Attorney says Heard was raped during relationship with Depp. That was the that was the news title that day. 
Just wow. a few. So it just, it affected the entire, the entire case. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, uh, w- but I just thought it was wild that they, they did that themselves. And then she had the audacity to get onto, uh, an interview and say like, I can't believe I had to, had to give that testimony in front of the entire world. But you, you I, didn't, you didn't. Your lawyer did that. I, that's, I have lots of thoughts on that. I mean, one, um, I'm not going to, you know, discount anybody who says that they have been sexually assaulted, but like for, in or, for her lawyers to do that and then effectively automatically putting her in that position because now it's in the tabloids. Mm-hmm. Now Johnny's team knows about this. If they didn't previously, sounds like they did because they had that conversation, but you're then putting your client in such a shitty position because now effectively they basically have to talk about it. Even if they, if your team wasn't planning on bringing it up. And you can't tell me that it wasn't planned though, because right. the fact that she brought up the statute, I said case, right. statute. the fact yeah. that she brought up that statute, she knew that that was going to be her argument against having cameras in court right. going in. But she also knew that that protective order was in place to protect her client from giving that testimony on camera. Yeah. So I do think that was a strategic decision yeah. by Amber Heard's team. And it just shows the, I mean, like Emily D Baker said, the underhandedness of her team, yeah. that they were, they were going into this, and they were going for blood. And yeah. I think they wanted the world to to know that allegation that Amber had made against Johnny, like immediately. And I think that that part, I like actually had to turn it off that day because um, I think that you've mentioned on this, on this before, but I'm also a, a, a sexual assault survivor. And I, I just, I was like, I, ugh, it made me so uncomfortable one. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like, when you put it this way and you're, like, looking through these documents and you find out that this was planned, like, it just makes me really sick. Because there are so many victims out there that it's difficult to come forward and talk about. And then your team, your legal team is strategically doing this to, like, in a civil case to win some money. Like, I don't know. That's it's dirty. That's unsettling and kind of gross. Yeah, I think I talked on it either on here or on one of my TikToks about how um, I, too, am a survivor. And I was in the courtroom when Amber was giving her her statement about or her testimony about the Australia incident. And I almost I, I almost walked out. But there was the moment where I was like, no, because there's reporters in the room and they're going to think a depth supporter walked out because they think Amber's telling the truth. And it wasn't that at all. It was my stomach was like, I can't believe she's lying about this, especially Mm -hmm. the Australia incident. I know that thing backwards and forward. I've read all of the statements multiple times, TikTok on here, just I had nothing to do during quarantine. And I know that not only was what she said a lie, there were, there were so many different lies that I was like, Oh, really? Like when she finally said, like she'd alleged that it was a hostage situation, but then she's saying, well, his team was in and out like throughout that weekend. Right. Amber, how? Right. Like there was just so much that didn't anyways. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And that's why yeah. there's so many domestic violence and uh, sexual assault survivors that are against her because it, you don't right. take a movement like the me too movement. That's so powerful and tarnish it like this. Like it sucks. Right. Yeah. God. I can't believe that was strategic. Like I, I'm mind blown right now. I know. I Ugh. know. I literally was calling everyone last night. I was like, can you fucking believe that? <laughs> 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 the audacity. <laughs> oh God. So one last thing that's kind of come out in the last little bit. So remember how Amber said she'd pledged. 
Yeah. <laughs> she uses pledge and donates anonymously. Yeah. Um, seven million dollar um donation from her divorce settlement to Children's Hospital of Los Angeles and the ACLU because um, you know, she's a good person. Anyways, she also said that she still fully intends on honoring all of her pledges. And she also said on the stand, I would love him to stop suing me so I can, which is also funny because Johnny's only ever sued her once, and this was this the lawsuit. Right. Um as we went through earlier, the United Kingdom case wasn't about her at all. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so we've also gone through the timeline about how none of that makes sense because he'd already paid. That yes. The in, 7 million, right? Yep. In yeah. full to her. So she should have either already donated it or had it in plans to install it, which is what she was going to do. But you set that money aside. You don't fucking use it for other things, but like whatever, whatever. Right. Whatever. Um, well, funny thing. Um, Amber had her insurance company, the New York Marine, covering her defense fees in this. So I didn't know this was possible, but apparently for a civil suit like this, you can get them to cover um, your defense fees as long as you're not found liable for any of this. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, that so didn't now, work out very well. Mm-hmm, <laughs> they've levied a lawsuit against her now. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she wants them to pay and she wants them to pay partial for the settlement and it's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So this is the next thing to keep an eye on. Um, I've heard rumors that she has filed for bankruptcy. However, I've seen nothing official come out at all yet concerning Amber Heard filing for bankruptcy. Um, which like Emily D. Baker said, if she had filed, we would hear about that in like 24 hours officially. Like it would oh, yeah. officially. Yeah. So as of right now, we're filming this the day before this airs. She hasn't officially filed for bankruptcy. Um, she has sold her Yucca Valley home. And okay. I think she made like a 400K profit off of that. Um, so I don't know if that's because of this lawsuit and she's just trying to make the funds up or what that's currently yeah. about. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the updates for right now. What do you think? How do you feel? That's, I'm... <laughs> I'm literally at a loss for words because like I'll be interested when you do another update on this just because um, before all of this, before the podcast, I wasn't really like paying attention. But then because of the podcast, I started like, you know, obviously I'm your producer. So I'm, you know, live producing you guys at each time you record. And it's the whole entire thing is just wild. But then to hear some of these things come out after the fact is even more mind blowing. Um, I think that in a way... I almost feel bad for her because her representation um, and her legal team, I feel like one, the strategicness of some of the stuff they were doing is kind of gross, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, they're a legal team, so I suppose that's their job, but I also kind of feel bad for her because I feel like they could have done or been better at some of the things they were oh, trying yeah. to do executionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, um, this whole entire case is just, there's a lot there's a lot. Oh, what was that text that Johnny Depp sent one of his, I think it was one of his friends. He said, she sucked Mollus's crooked dick <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. got some shitty lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what, a, yeah. what a time. What a yeah. wild fucking time. And what a toxic fucking wild time. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. As always, I implore each and every one of you to not take mine, Sasha's, Max's uh, statements at face value. Please go look at the documents yourself. They will be linked below. Mm-hmm. Um, I did find a comment this week that really stuck out to me under one of the YouTube videos uh, that I watched. Um, 
It said, imagine if they didn't have cameras in the courtroom, the way the media is reporting this immediately after the trial, we wouldn't know what truly happened. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's what happened with the United Kingdom trial because the United Kingdom trial was was dead silence to the world, radio silence to the world, except for what the media was feeding people. And now we've been in that courtroom. Now we've seen what actually is going on. I mean, we could have always read the transcripts and the documents, but not everybody has the time for that, which is why I'm, yeah. I'm providing links to Emily D. Baker and, and Andrea Burkhart because you can't hear tone of voice. You can't that's it. facial mm-hmm. expressions, reactions to what people are saying. Um, insanity. Like Absolute. Insanity. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Um, I hope after these appeals, the two of them can move on. actually um and um but the thing is is like somebody said too in one of our comments they said you wouldn't wish that on like a harvey weinstein and and it's true there was um emily d baker had said when i was watching her video yesterday she said um you know i i don't wish financial ruin on amber i don't wish and it's like but would you say that about a harvey weinstein would you and it is right it's an interesting thought process This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know for myself, since transitioning to a working from home environment, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime, day or night, to message your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. You can visit their website and read other clients' testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com ITT, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And for listeners of Innocent Till Tipsy, you can go to their website and get an additional 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash ITT. That's betterhelp.com slash ITT. But that's what I've got for now. This has been Sasha. I'm like I'm to the wrong side. <laughs> Sorry, the way our cameras are set up. Um, Sasha's our producer, but she's also a part of Meathead Test Kitchen, which is an amazing podcast about health. I don't know if you want to like. <laughs> yeah, we focus on our tagline is making your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. Uh, we also do a monthly mental health check uh, like once a month because we think that that's an important part of the whole entire conversation. Uh, my co-host Sadie and I have known each other forever and we're just having a good time. We just had our 100th episode episode um was released this week and so i don't know i it's really exciting um you can follow us or find it at meathead test kitchen anywhere you find podcasts and we're on social media tiktok instagram um at meathead test kitchen as well so yeah, yeah and i'm delali od over on tiktok and instagram and if you're ever wondering kind of what's going on in our lives make sure you check us all out there um max will be back next week yeah. so really missed her this week but thanks for standing in for her sasha i really appreciate it well thank you it. for having me mm-hmm. yeah it's too much pressure to do it like by myself <laughs> <laughs> this <Too> was fun <laughs> <laughs> no but until next time the wine was good i'm not max she's she's been to she's getting back from italy soon yeah. she'll tell us all about the italian wines she, she she's sure. got the wine on point but this was good <laughs> yeah this was okay yeah. yeah not bad you feel energetic yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm like raring to go for the rest of the day <laughs> well until next time cheers a huda media production
Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.